Gynikor Erin Gaital shares Firkin Folcher of Vilia Gagasahasaram Aram Hainer Serma Van Saivin Griff Gravan Shansa Kasulibleke Agas Kakohore Kowil and Machatini Taki. May I just say, first of all, how welcome you all are to Aura Sinotron. And Sabina and I are so pleased that so many of you have come to join us from Erfutfut Natered, from all over the country. So whether you have come as members of a community group or with a family friend or on your own, you have just are so welcome. Now, this evening <coughs> is the penultimate event of our series of garden of events in the grounds of Oris and Uktron for 2019. And we decided that we wanted to pay tribute to the many organisations, groups, individuals, families who have contributed so much to community life around the country, and particularly through Irish country music. Now, how better, one might ask, to celebrate one's place, one's story, one's joys, one's griefs, one's leavings and one's returns, one's heartbreaks and one's loves than to do it through the medium of music. And in particular, when you have the capacity of drawing on such a great resource, that great resource that Irish country music is, and of course, which was inspired by and in turn inspired in its comings and goings to the to American country music, but of course is now in its own right, its own genre, is long established ingrained in our Irish culture. During the last year, speaking of Irish country music, we lost someone who was known to his colleagues and fans and the Irish public as the king of Irish country music. I speak, of course, of Big Tom. And in September, I had the great privilege of unveiling a statue in Castle Blaney to his memory, or Blaney, as his own people would call it. Tom's contribution to country music was immense. His performances embodied all that is best in the genre, and really, love of place and of people, the importance of heart and home that defines it. And it was so clearly evident in wonderful songs and the atmosphere that was created with his songs such as Gentle Mother and God Must Be a Cowboy, or his rendering of Johnny Macaulay's, as I've said, Back to Castle Blaney. He was somebody who embodied the generous, inclusive reach of Irish country music, its great ability to call out to Irish people to across the world and to resonate with them and recall to them the spirit of the place they will always remember at home. One only has to think of the names of places that are contained in Irish songs. And Big Tom will be greatly missed, I know, as was so clear on that day and other days by colleagues and fans. And I'm delighted that we're joined here this evening by his son and some of his grandchildren. Well, I think this evening will be a very special evening then for many people. And for those who work with me here in the Aureus, Aureus uh, the household staff, it, it will be special too, because there is somebody who is not with us who would have really enjoyed a night like this evening, perhaps more than anybody else. And I'm speaking, of course, of somebody you might have often seen attending with me the different football matches that I go to, our late colleague Denise Lynch, who sadly died in April. But I'm delighted that we are joined here this evening by 
her husband Aidan and her sisters Anne and Mary and her nieces Suzanne and Difa. Firkin Fulcher, of you're all most welcome. Yeah. Denise was not only a valuable colleague, but a loyal and much-loved friend to so many of us here in the Oros. And the gap in Barnatafakaki, the gap that she has left, is immeasurable, and she is greatly missed. And may I say also, at this point, that I'm sorry to say that Philomena Begley has been unable to join us tonight due to her recent serious illness. Philomena's contribution to Irish country music is, of course, a profound one, and if colleagues and fans and the Irish public gave the title King of Irish, King of, of, of Irish Country to Top Big Tom. They regarded Philomena as its queen and her name is always associated with iconic songs such as Blanket on the Ground and I'm sure that all of you will join with me in wishing Philomena a speedy recovery. <laughs> here, Broad, come here to me. Now, my dog Broad is a serious Irish country fan. <laughs> That's why he just wanted us to get on with the music. But like many Irish, like many, like many musical genres, country music continues, I think, let's just say straight away, that today Irish country music is warmly appreciated, as I have said, as a distinct musical genre here in Ireland. And it's one that bridges so many gaps, is recognises our migrations, as I've said, our exiles and our sense of place and those we have left behind and those to whom we remember. It weaves together rich heritages whose interaction has created something distinct and wonderful. And it is always about something beyond the self. And like so many musical genres, country music continues to map a changing world, reimagining, rethinking and adapting to an ever-evolving and increasingly globalised society. A society very often that suggests anonymity in a sense of loss. But country music reminds us of how important it is for us to recognise and how music continues to develop and transform what surrounds us, connects communities, and how it can speak across generations, remaining open to influence and enrichment by other cultures and artistic perspectives. It can go up the mountains of other countries and come back enriched, and it can leave something behind. That is how music works, music that has no borders. Country music is enjoying, at the present time, a renewed popularity across all the age groups, and I think what's good is that it is now as beloved in the major cities and larger urban areas as it was in the rural landscapes from where it took its roots, Naprevaca, and from whence it originally grew and flourished. And here in Ireland, country musicians are amongst our most talented and well-loved performers. And may I say how fortunate we are that so many gifted musicians and singers have agreed to perform here this evening. I must say how fortunate we are too that so many generous mentors within that genre willing to act as mentors to a new generation of young entertainers who continue to evolve in this great tradition. And you know... It's such a long tradition. It has moved on now from the sandwiches and people who would say to you, the band. 
Well, I think there is very, very good that I like to see is the way that people who are so established in, in country music have been willing to share it with those who are starting out in a musical career, these young entertainers. And I think that they too then in turn will bring new insights and new experiences, ensuring it will endure as a great reflection of both our Irishness and at the same time our global citizenship. And it's, I think it's very important to remember that there is in existence what one might call a country music family. And therefore they know each other and therefore they in fact actually bring a standard to bear that they know themselves is important. Today in Ireland about a thousand people are employed in the country music industry. But really it's not its economic well-being. It is that without the music there would be such a great gap and a great empty, em- emptiness and silence in Irish life. I think it has its own integrity and its independence. And country music too has provided a vital connection to home for many, so many of those who across the decades were forced to seek their fortunes in the industrial cities of England and Scotland and further afield in America. We have to remember that it is quite within living memory that a quarter of a million people left Ireland between 1955 and 1960 alone. Then it went mostly to our neighbouring island next door uh, to England. And whether it's from, I think, the cities of England and Scotland and further afield in America, but mostly to England. And it was... The music was their source of contact, from Kilburn to Boston, from Merseyside to New Jersey. The Irish have gathered in community centres and dance halls to reconnect with their culture and heritage and to keep alive their memory of home. We had a little change from the time when, in fact, there wouldn't be any dancing during Lent in Ireland, and you could see them all appearing in the different towns and cities of England. We've moved on. Music was never that sinful, after all. Now, for many second-generation Irish, it is our music and our dance and our song that speaks to them of their inner Irishness and that creates such a profound link between them and the land of their forefathers. And it's also great within Irish music as well, the sense of authenticity that it has. Today, country music festivals are a significant part of Ireland's cultural calendar, allowing us to celebrate the best of Irish culture and binding us at that shared heritage that I've described in culture and connecting us to the large diaspora, 47 million alone in the United States, who have brought that heritage to many other parts of the globe and who have in turn reflected that culture back to us in new, fresh and exciting variations. And those who make music, and those who enjoy music, and those who help music, quite frankly, are great company. I think an ish tamwit ek kilura da varshen, on winteris atai buentlishen kjol, agsam kjola korilohar. An rada ta tavachtak, beidar agus kutashi tavachtak, on tavachtak buentle ne arhe ek kilura. 
gach gnaid in seal maratik terei. Agus nis far on tradition ato likilura agenerin ato ek tiochtun kiol gasauraniot agus an cordes. This evening we're celebrating then the spirit of community to which Irish music makes such a great contribution and the valuable work of all those who ensure that their communities will continue to grow and prosper and there can be no better way of doing so than the great Irish tradition of sharing an evening of music and song with friends old and new. It's a very interesting thing that one of the oldest parts of the Irish tradition was to say it was that one of the greatest disabilities you could have would be not to have a song. The Gaeltachta would say, on far gone auron, a serious disability. And then as other people would be kind of, as people were interested in the destruction of one's character that is known as neighbourliness in Irish, have you any story? You're no good, you have no scandal, and so forth. But at any event, all of this is being celebrated here tonight, and it's all going to be a Coralohabek, a Shea Byrne, the shy and retiring MC we have for the evening, Shea and Byrne. Now, I spoke earlier of Big Tom and the contribution that he and Philomena Beck, for example, have made. What I want to say is something uh, else that is, uh, that, that is very part of the great heritage was of, of Big Tom's heritage was a very moving duet with his long friend who I am delighted with us my friend and your friend Margot and who can and who can forget that beautiful rendition of theirs a love that lasted through the years and that's why I'm so pleased that Margot will be performing later on for us this evening and I also want to thank the other performers, all wonderful performers, Robert Mazel, Louise Morrissey, Jimmy Buckley, Michael English and Mike Denver but I want to say a word about a friend of mine who is very important and that is of course the very special guest Pete St. John I'm so grateful to Pete St. John for accepting my invitation to come along this evening. Pete has had a talent for capturing a mood in song with the, with the enduring popularity of, for example, of the Fields of Athen Rye, which is so important that people are able to sing it in Ireland when they're losing and occasionally when they're winning. <laughs> in fact, actually, people who have defeated the Irish in any circumstances have been entirely disconcerted by the way in which people have been hit, been hit with the fields of Athen Rye, even when we have failed on the field. I think as well, of course, there is, many of you here from Do the Dublin in the rare old times, but it is one of the things about poets and songwriters is that they see things coming far earlier than other people. People, poets and songwriters are gifted with the long vision that sees events and happenings so much, so often ahead of others. And this is, to Pete St. John, is such a great example of that. And this evening he has turned those gifts to a pressing global issue of our times, climate change. And tonight you're going to hear waltzing on borrowed time. And listen carefully, because we expect it to be played, to be performed everywhere people are gathered. You'll be humming it after you hear it from Pete St. John as he addresses in a special way climate change and sustainability and keeping our planet in a decent shape for future generations. 
Making all this possible is superb sound under the control of D. Rogers over here, another shine retiring man over there. But his crew, but his crew and their challenge from the different circumstances, but we have excellent sound and I'm so grateful for that, facilitating our performers and musicians. Many people make this evening possible. You got the invitations because the St. John people of St. John of God's, our friends in St. John of God's helped us. The Gardaí are very helpful to us, as are our civil defence colleagues, the tour guides, many volunteers from Gashka, and all have worked very, very hard to make this a joyful and happy occasion. And I do want to say a special thanks as we come to the second last of the 2019 series to all of the staff at the Auras for their hard work and good humour. I get hundreds of letters, not just only about the efficiency, because God knows there isn't too many people trying to be efficient, but for the sheer welcome and the warmth with which, in fact, they invite, they look after you all here, that wonderful household team. And also, I think, is that kindness and cheerful disposition. This is what Ireland needs now. Not that we would become any kind of cold, efficient, distance place, hell-bent on imitating other people, but that we would be ourselves, as you will hear in the music, and that you will enjoy it. And I think as well, the only thing that remains for me to do... So, you are also welcome. Mila Mila Buigasasacht Veliv is Buinchana Vasaniha. Verbanapt Karamaki, thank you.